The other thing I did promise yesterday was that we'd get a bit of an update as to what our numbers are looking like in the Western Cape, COVID-19 speaking. I remember we said with the Easter holidays, um, it'll take two or three weeks before those numbers either tick up or they don't. Um, We know that the NCID have raised concern in two or three provinces. Uh, But to get some, some perspective on this and to look at our latest numbers, we are joined by the Western Cape Head of Health, Dr. Keith Kluter. Keith, a very good morning. Okay, let me do that. Morning to the listeners. Ah, there we go. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Trust you well, sir. Now, I'm very good, thank you. Good, good, good. Keith, let's talk about those numbers. We spoke about a week and a bit ago, and you said, oh, we'll see what happens in, in, in a week and a bit. Let's start with those numbers. What do they show at the moment? Um, do you know the numbers for the last two or three weeks, as you rightfully say, since Easter, has been pretty stable in the Western Cape. We are currently seeing on average about 135, uh, 135 new cases per day, 20 admissions a day, and about two deaths per day. And that continues to be slightly lower than it was before. So what we actually have is a true plateauing of cases and true plateauing of admissions and a true plateauing of deaths. Um, and it's been consistent since before the Easter weekend, during the Easter weekend, and after so Brilliant our news. situation in the Western Cape, and, and you know our teams watch out for small clusters. So that 135 new cases, they would, for instance, go and find out where they are. Are they linked to an event where somebody picked it up? Are there other cases? Yes. In small clusters, um, small clusters, mostly, mostly household clusters, and people doing tests before they wanted to go travel or they want to go for surgery in hospital. Yeah. Um, but there's not been major clusters linked to any specific events that we can pinpoint that happened over Easter. And that's specifically to the Western Cape. Ah, so, I mean, what does this mean then? I mean, so, so, so obviously the, it, it looks as if the Easter weekend did not have a massive effect, obviously, according to the numbers. We haven't yeah. um, seen that increase, and we are talking about that plateauing. What are the other factors that would still potentially raise concern for us, Keith? So, so all I say, Kino, is that Easter was just one pinpoint, or let's call it one point in, in time. At that point, it presented a higher risk than the week before and the week after. Because what you do in the Easter weekend is where there were more gatherings, potentially, and there were more places where the potential for starting outbreaks were bigger. That is kind of windows come and gone, and it has not really happened in that weekend. But now, every day, or everything we do, and today, schools are closing. So people are getting in their cars, and everybody's going off to the, to the Southern Cape or potentially outside the province. The risks um, are now still increasing very much. And therefore, movement of people, especially when you now know the NICD alert, that in neighboring provinces, there has been an uptake of cases. So the Northern Cape, the Free State, and the Northwest, um, those are all kind of linked to the N7, they're linked to the N1. So movement of people poses a significant risk for us now. Um, and therefore, our message is still the same message. Uh, and there's actually six very simple messages, Kino, which I just want to quickly run through for you because you've been saying it on your show a lot. But we just break it down because the science points us to these six messages. The first one is limit your travel to high-risk areas because you know you're going to bring transmission back. Keep it outdoors, and therefore you avoid 
sharing breathing space with others. Keep gathering small yeah. so you avoid crowds. And I'll come back to that because mm-hmm. there's a whole lot of requests for events now coming up as well. Keep your distance because you avoid close contact. Wear a mask because you protect yourself and others. And then wash your hands because you stop the spread of physical touch. Those six messages by now should be second nature for all of us. All of us should actually have this ingrained as habits to do this. So we just had a meeting this morning and we heard that there's many people that potentially could still be letting their guard down. And there's now requests for more events. There are requests for people gathering more. So we need to be vigilant all the time, um, especially in light of what's happening in our neighboring provinces. So I think that is important. People mustn't think that we are plateauing, that they now it's, yeah. it's Christmas and everybody can, yeah. can go and care and do whatever they like. Um, and, and then winter, of course, does play an important role. Um, you know, mm. we said that last year, um, and and we'll say it this year again. We've got we on on the doorstep of winter, and that could potentially see uh, an, an an uptick. But although, I mean, having said that, if we look at the stats for last winter, I mean, the the, the cases of flu went down significantly. Yeah. So, so Kino, the one big difference between this time last, this time and last year, this time, you remember in March, end of March, we went into lockdown five. Um, so restriction of movement was a massive thing last year. And that is in a sense, because remember we went from five, then we went to four, then we went to three. Um, and that played a big role eventually in almost also limiting flu um, and all of those other things, because the movement, the restriction of movement helped a lot to, in a sense, keep bubbles geographically located rather than people moving freely um, and entering um, gatherings. Yeah, I think I think I think absolutely important. And uh, Dr. Keith Kluta, I want to thank you very much for your time. Your team working very very hard. They're also looking at the data that 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 sort of emanates out of the sewage system. We've mentioned yeah. this on a couple of occasions as well. It's a good yeah. good um, you know sort of precursor of potential outbreaks as well. Yeah. And I mean that obviously has been included in what you're talking about at the yeah, moment. So absolutely. things are looking good. Bottom line is we need to. We need to still be vigilant. Wear your masks, wash your hands, and socially distance. And that is the bottom line. Dr. Kithuta, great having you on the show.